Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Omar Muhammad. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Fantasy Football Made Simple. Today, we'll be going over my Tier 1 running backs. Uh, just to make things clear, we are doing these rankings separately, as in I have my running backs ranked separately, my wide receivers ranked separately, and then my tight ends and quarterbacks ranked separately, just like I mentioned in the how to prepare for your draft episode. Um, this makes it easier for you, the listener, to follow along on your own cheat sheets, the ones that we discussed about creating in episode 7. And quite frankly, it makes it a little easier for me too, as ranking players against their own position is easier to do than ranking multiple positions against each other. However, I will be going over drafting decisions in these episodes as well, uh, as it pertains to taking one position over the other. And let's start with this. If you were picking in the top four of your draft, take one of these tier one running backs. No exceptions. As more and more teams decide to employ uh, committees in their backfields, it is becoming increasingly rare to find proven, relatively young and relatively injury-free, top-tier running back options on good offenses that have the vast majority of the work in their respective backfield. And this applies even in PPR formats because these running backs catch 60 to 70 passes or even more in some players' cases per season. So you're essentially getting a top-tier running back and a wide receiver in one player. So please, don't get cute. In the top four, pick a Tier 1 running back. After Tier 1 of the running backs, then you can begin to consider the first tier of wide receivers along with the second tier of running backs. And we'll go over this second tier of running backs and uh, um, this first tier of wide receivers in upcoming episodes. But basically, what I want you to take away from this is that while there's no rule saying you can't pick a wide receiver in the first round of your draft, and oftentimes, it picking a wide receiver is the right thing to do in the back half of the first round. At the very top of your draft, pick one of these tier 1 running backs. So let's get into who the Tier 1 running backs are. At number 1, we have Christian McCaffrey. There is absolutely no debate here. If you have the first pick in your draft, congratulations, you have won the CMC sweepstakes. Don't think about this. Just go look up what CMC did last year, and you'll see why he deserves to be the 101. Um, a little bit of nomenclature. Uh, when I say a player is going uh, as the 101, that means that he is going in round one, pick one. So the first number corresponds to the round, and the second number corresponds to the pick. For example, if um, if someone is going at the 411, that would mean that he's going in the fourth round, and he is the 11th pick in the fourth round. So CMC is the 101. He is the first player that needs to go off the draft board. If you are picking one at the first pick, Pick CMC. That's it. End of discussion. Alright, so number two, Ezekiel Elliott. Things get a little bit tougher here between Zeke and the third player on my list, uh, Saquon Barkley, but you're splitting hairs between the two. I personally like Zeke because he has been the model of consistency for the running back position in Dallas. He gets the vast majority of touches and all the goal line work. And 
the Dallas offense is in contention to be one of the best offenses in the league. And that means more scoring opportunities for Zeke. You cannot go wrong with him as a stable foundation for your team at the 102. And then in number three, we have Saquon Barkley. Uh, Saquon could very well possibly be the best running back in the league from a talent perspective. Um, he's just amazing. Uh, he'll get a ton of work both on the ground and in the passing game. And that combined with his all world athleticism makes him a great choice. Even if, even if you wanted to make him the 102, like I can't fault you for that. This is just my personal opinion. Um, I gave Zeke the tiebreaker in the end for the reasons I mentioned earlier when talking about Zeke, but also because Saquon has a very tough beginning to his schedule. The Giants offense as a whole just isn't as good as Dallas, and we haven't seen too much of how uh, well Saquon and Daniel Jones, the quarterback for the Giants, work together. Regardless, um, there's a reason why Saquon is a tier one back, and he is a fantastic top three pick. Number four, and the last player in the tier one of running backs, is Alvin Kamara. Now, Kamara breaks the mold a little bit when it comes to tier one running backs. Uh, while the other running backs on this list can almost be expected to flirt with 300 or so touches over the course of the season, uh, Kamara's workload is a little bit lighter. However, he makes up for that though with electrifying receiving work, and that is very valuable, especially in PPR formats. Uh, Kamara had an injury-riddled season last year. He had a high ankle sprain that cost him a couple games, then it took another couple games to get up to speed. But despite all of that, he still finished as the RB12. Now, uh, a little bit more nomenclature. When I say a player finished as the RB12, for example, that means that the player finished as the 12th best running back in fantasy. Now, you can divide that number by 12, or the number of teams there are in 12-team leagues, and you can further quantify these players as RB1s, players that finished in the top 12, or RB2s, those are players that finished in the 13 to 24 range, and so on. So Kamara still finished as the RB12, and that's despite missing a few games and being injured and getting having to take a couple games to get up to speed. Uh, additionally, Kamara only scored five touchdowns last year after he scored 18 total touchdowns the year before. So his touchdown number this upcoming year should go up closer to be in between there at the very least, because he plays in one of the most dynamic offenses in the league in New Orleans. Now, he does have a little bit of a lighter workload. He does share a little bit of the work in the backfield with the other running back there, Latavius Murray, uh, something the other three backs on this list don't do. And he does have a little bit more injury risk uh, being a smaller player and seeing what happened last year. So that's what makes him number four for me. But he's still certainly a tier one back and certainly deserves to be a top four pick. So uh, there you have it. That's my tier one of running backs. Uh, next episode, we'll talk about the uh, my tier one for wide receivers. But until then... Uh, if you guys have any questions, any suggestions, or anything you'd like for me to talk about, please feel free to hit me up on Facebook or Instagram at Fantasy Football Made Simple. And I'll see you guys next time. Omar out.